Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per auction are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle. And today, it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. And welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect, making moving easy for you. And of course, if you are a real estate agent interested in using Direct Connect, call them on 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. And if uh, all of the words I'm hearing from around the country from various agents are true, there's a lot of people who need an extra few minutes in their day. So Direct Connect can help you out. I'm Jane Neild and I am joined from the O'Brien Conference, I think somewhere on the Mornington Peninsula, by Stav, Company Director with O'Brien Real Estate. Stav, I am so pleased that you've managed to uh, forego the delicious catering and the chance to chat with your colleagues over lunch to record Under the Hammer with us today. So how's the conference going? Look, the conference is fantastic. And, and in real estate, we seem to focus a lot on sales but the great thing about uh, today is that this one is uh, for property management and uh, it's an ideal time because we've got some property management reforms happening at the end of the month. Uh, but yes, it is lunchtime here at the conference and um, I probably don't need to eat, so it's all good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we are going to get some of your stats in just a moment, Stav, but as you mentioned, there are changes afoot when it comes to the legislation that controls our property management in Victoria and also uh, some happening around the country. So we have one of your team with us as well. Tamara Abbott is a property management specialist and deals in a lot in the new business area for O'Brien Real Estate at Stav's offices in Carrum Downs and Chelsea. So, Tamara, welcome to Under the Hammer, your first time on a podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Well, I know that you have been wading through so many documents, so many PDFs and trying to get ahead of all of these reforms that are happening. So we're really excited to hear how they're going to affect both renters, investors and property managers over the next uh, years and the months to come are going to be very, very busy. Now, here's someone that we spoke about uh, last week on the show. Stav, you mentioned a little business called Before You Bid. I kind of went into my sort of issues with not even being able to get a building inspection for properties I was looking to buy last year because the owner didn't want to foot up the money and I was very hesitant to spend $700 on a property I wasn't too sure about. So it's welcome to Reese Rogers, Chief Executive from PropTech Startup, before you bid. Reese, thanks so much for joining us. I was super excited to hear about what you guys are doing to help kind of fill that gap between people wanting to get an inspection but not necessarily wanting to have to spend thousands of dollars on every property they're looking at. No worries, Jane. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we've, we've focused on the sexy end of real estate, the building and pest inspection. So, um, <laughs> But no, it's definitely, uh, definitely been a, uh, a fun growth trajectory over the last six years and, and helping kind of agents create a better customer service and, and buyers and sellers having a smoother, a smoother process. And it all sort of ties in, you know, we're going to talk about some of that new legislation and the fact that there's a bit more of an emphasis on actually 
knowing that the property you're purchasing is up to scratch, not having those horror stories of, of hidden issues that then throw the budget completely out of whack. But are you sort of finding that something that investors need to be really careful about? If they're going to buy a property as an investment, go to the bank and get uh, get finance for it. There are minimum standards. There, There is legislation that means they have to actually be up to scratch before they can rent it out. Yeah, definitely. And, and Tamara might be able to um, to, to add to this, but the, 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 certainly in Victoria, the minimum rental requirements are coming in on the 29th. Um, and yeah, if, if you're not meeting them, it's very difficult for you. Well, you're not actually meant to be renting out the property um, at all. So you'll want to know about these specific issues um, around, you know, structural soundness, rising damp and mould particularly. I mean, the other ones around smoke alarms on the sales side, you can you could probably fix up at a later date and be, be okay. Um, but particularly those three things, you want to have a lot of comfort when you are buying as an investor that they're okay. Um, or at least, you know, and, and not to, to, it's not a, a to be too alarmist, um, because if it is, you know, $15,000 to fix or whatever it is to get it up to the, the minimum standards, then you can take that into account, account when making your offer um, and then bid with confidence. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, we think the property management side um, is going to impact the sales side. Now, Stav, you were raving about before you bid uh, last last time we spoke. So give us your sort of general impression on, on how this can really meet a demand in the industry. Well, there's several aspects to it. One of them is... I do a lot of auctions, as everyone knows, on a weekend, and I meet a lot of younger people that are buying their first home or second home uh, because of the changes in their situation. And a lot of these buyers do get building inspections. And it's several times I've met buyers that have had one, two or three building inspections done, but they've still been the underbidder or the unsuccessful purchaser of the auction. So they've forked out uh, probably $2,500 over the time, and they still haven't bought a property. So there was a need in the market for this product to come out. So what happens is uh, we get a building inspection now on every property uh, and we get that done. So it's available just like a Section 32. And every buyer that wants to download it can download it at a fee of $49. So if you're not successful, all you've done is you've done $49. The other thing I love about the product is not just the economics to a buyer to actually download and get a building inspection, it actually builds you know, ruthless efficiency in my business. You know, We have a lot of people uh, that buy property and it's subject to a building inspection and it takes some time to get the property too unconditional. So there's that aspect to it as well. But the final thing, you know, what I love about this product is us as agents, we're enabled to see what's wrong with the property early days. We can get the property, uh, the features or the, the things that are to do with the property fixed uh, that need to get fixed. Um, and lastly, the building inspection is done by an independent person. Usually when a buyer books in a, a building inspector, that, that building inspector is very, very biased because they want to you know, show and uh, prove themselves to the, the buyer that actually bought the property um, to justify their fee. Because this is done independently, they're not doing it for the vendor or the buyer. It seems to be more real. So that's what I love about it. And Reese, what was your experience in the industry that helped you and the team to come up with the before you bid concept? Uh, where you're an agent or is this just something that you've come at from looking at the industry from outside and seeing a little bit of a tech solution there? Yes, definitely uh, more the latter, Jane. I've, I've never bought a property before, um, which people find a bit sort of surprising. 
but I was working at a, a corporate restructuring firm and uh, there's an agent called Pete Starr up at Bell in Double Bay, um, who I'm good friends with now. Um, and he was complaining about opening a property twice for a building and pest inspection on the phone to me. And I said, why don't they share it? He said, oh, the first person gets nothing back. Um, so they never make it available. So that kind of made me have a, a bit of a light bulb moment. I started writing out a business plan with my brother, um, who's now in the business full time, um, and and it went from there. It was it was a pretty bad business plan, though I won't lie. It was uh, six months. We were like, yeah, we're going to be this consumer champion, and people are going to somehow miraculously fund our website. I'm, I'm really not sure what I was thinking. Um, and then about a month into um, doing doing the um, launching the website. We saw some agents saying, oh, we, we, we want to get these reports up front um, to make it available for buyers, um, just to make it easier for them to bid on our properties. Um, we can get into deep negotiations faster and save time, some of the things staff mentioned. Um, and so within four weeks, we completely pivoted our entire business um, to be focused on that agent service of, of getting it up front. So of the 40,000 reports we, we sold last year, it was I think we, we ran it the other day, about a bit over 85% of them are now from agents getting them up front and making them available for buyers going through. Yeah, I find that fascinating because, like I said, I was looking at property last year, ended up buying one where I was supplied the building inspection, but the one that I looked at that obviously had issues, the agent seemed really kind of surprised that I said, well, can't the owner just do an inspection. So anyone looking at this place, you can obviously see it needs restumping and lots of issues with kitchens and stuff, can access it. And it was just a flat no. So is it kind of hard to break down that kind of like, it's mine, I paid for it attitude within agents and perhaps owners? Um, it is. Look, if you, 10 years ago, no one was getting these reports up front, except for in the ACT where it's legislated, which has its own issues where you, when you do legislate it. But it, it, it takes someone in an area, usually a forward-thinking, um, you know, top agent to go, actually, no, I'm going to kind of stand out and provide a better customer experience for buyers um, because they're eventually going to be sellers. Um, and then it kind of snowballs from there. So someone like Stav taking it on board, um, you know, I've got no doubt that probably, sorry, Stav, um, but in, in six months' time, a few of his competitors in the area will start going, actually, Stav's providing a way better customer service than anyone else. Um, but he'll have the advantage of knowing how to do it, do it, knowing how to deal with it, um, dealing with vendors. Sometimes vendors don't, don't like being told that maybe their baby's not as good looking as they thought it was. Um, so um, once you get used to all those things, it's fine. Um, but there is a process, of, you know, learning experience. And, and, and the top agents don't generally sweat on what the report says at all because it is a, as I said, it's just being more transparent and creating a better thing for the industry. Yeah, I guess, Stav, there's no point hiding any of the flaws. If the baby is ugly, you want people to know about it and you know, love it regardless or at least be able to fix things up. Yeah, no, exactly. And and you're better knowing to be forewarned than, um, than finding out later because it does build, you know, it does bring other encounters later after settlement where people will come up to you um, and say, look, uh, there's problems with the property and were you aware of it? So I think it's, it's proactive. I think it's providing a better service. And as Reese said, I think it's a great listing tool for us as well because we are uh, probably uh, leading the industry in Victoria doing this. 
Now, Tamara, let's bring you in. Of course, you are on Under the Hammer. Thanks to Direct Connect, you can call Direct Connect to make moving easy for you. If you're interested in using the Direct Connect team, call them on 1300 664 715. Tamara, as uh, someone who specialises in property management and, of course, those new acquisitions, are you finding that potential landlords and investors are really trying to be a bit more careful about the sort of properties they invest in, especially in a fairly tight market? Yeah, so these are the types of conversations that we're obviously having a bit more regularly now that the legislation's coming into place. Um, But a lot of them don't seem too concerned with the changes that are coming in once you advise what they are. You know, it helps keep the properties in a good condition, which is what you want for your investment. Um, And it's very clear in terms of the guidelines of what needs to happen. So I think it's a good thing. Um, I don't think it's bad at all. It's obviously just a bit of confusion and hype out there um, to try and understand exactly what's going on. Now, Tamara, tell us sort of in broad brushstrokes what some of the changes to the Residential Tenancies Amendment Act are going to mean. So let's start from, say, an owner's perspective. You know, what are some of the key things that for people listening who maybe do have investment properties or are thinking of of purchasing to then rent out, what what should they be aware of with these changes? Great question. So some of the things that the owners need to be aware of are the minimum standards that apply when having an investment property. These can apply when you're at the leasing stage. And then after the 29th of March, it also applies once the property lease terms with your existing tenant become periodic as well. So if you have an agent in place, we'll obviously be advising you to make sure that you are compliant with those regulations. Further to that, they've included electrical and gas safety checks every two years and smoke alarm checks annually. And Stav, is that something that you think is going to, you know, ruffle a few feathers or is it just so logical that we've really got to make sure that there are minimum standards? Because to be honest, I've lived in some shocking share houses over the years and I even went to an inspection recently. I was just interested to see the the um, standard of a property in my area. I could not believe that they were even trying to rent it out. The gas fire had broken glass in it. Like, you know, there are a few landlords out there who are going to have to pull up their socks, aren't they? Look, definitely. And, and every action, we've got to understand, every action has a reaction. So it doesn't matter what a change is. It's a little bit like the butterfly effect. Now, these changes are going to affect developers that are buying uh, knockdown jobs. But while they're getting their permits, they want to just put someone in there. But they're the worst in getting maintenance done because they don't want to invest in getting maintenance done because they know in 12 months they're going to knock it down. That's one. You have a lot of landlords that don't like spending a lot of money. They just want to get the profits up but they don't want to spend money. So it's going to you know, push them out. So all of a sudden, we've had a series of um, landlords uh, asking for uh, market appraisals, wanting to put their houses on the market because their houses aren't going to be up to scratch under these new reforms. What I'm scared about is that there could be less properties on the rental market. Uh, what it will do, in effect, is uh, increase the rentals because it is a supply and demand industry. So we'll push the rental prices up because there will be less properties to choose from, uh, the same amount of tenants that are looking for property. Uh, so it could have a, an adverse effect, but what, what it will do will be a lot of good. It will have properties that will be up to scratch, that will, uh, as you said, there's been a lot of unsafe uh, homes that you've seen over the years. That won't exist anymore. There'll be more work for our property managers, but I believe we'll be looking after less properties per property manager. 
Um, but because of the, the rise in, in rents, uh, I think our whole industry will change. So that, there's, there's a lot. I mean, I could go on for an hour on this topic, Jane, but that's a helicopter view of what I see the changes are going to do. And Tamara, we spoke on the podcast a couple of uh, weeks ago about how different things were in Europe, where I know people actually bring in their own kitchens. They rent a, a property, a, an apartment, and then they sort of fit it out. Not quite as extreme here in Australia, but do you think it's going to give tenants, for people listening who are looking at that next uh, rental property, a little bit more ownership over things? Like, I have to officially buy my lease, um, actually get permission to hang a picture in my rental property, which is why I've just bought another one that I could call my own. So, you know, there's that strange sort of mix between what the the landlord needs to do to protect their investment and what people need to just feel like they've got a home, not just a rental. Yeah, so there's been a lot of changes around this, which has made it clear for both landlord and tenant when it comes to the changes. So, yes, there are some great things for tenants where they can make it feel like their own home now. They will be able to make minor modifications obviously we have to bear in mind they can't do anything majorly structural because then it won't be sound and safe for the tenant Um, and there's lots of guidelines around this which have made it really clear so again the landlord is going to have to understand that the tenant is living in the property and they have rights to make some minor changes so that it does feel like home and I don't again see this being a negative thing in the industry. Now Reese, from uh, Before You Bid you mentioned you'd never actually purchased a property does that mean you're in a rental in, in Sydney? I'm in a rental with mould issues just to, oh. uh, on top of that, which I've just, just had to deal with. So I would uh, very much be appreciating that Victorian legislation um, right now. But uh, anyway, we've now got a dehumidifier going all day, every day. But yes, still still renting in, in, in Sydney. And how have you found the market uh, in general? We are hearing so much chatter about places like the Gold Coast and northern New South Wales where rental prices are going through the roof. Is your sort of dealings in Sydney, are you still finding there is like a really high turnover at the moment or are things easing off a bit? Yeah, well, everyone talks about that moving up the north coast, but it doesn't seem like anyone's actually, I know, is doing it. But houses are selling ridiculously quickly. If we, we, we kind of track how often a report's downloaded um, on a property. And that's obviously a pretty key indicator for agents on the level of interest. You know, we, we, we get around 75 to 80% of successful buyers having downloaded the report. Um, and we were averaging kind of 2.3 downloads um, per property. Now that's up to kind of 3.1, which I know that doesn't probably sound like a lot, but it's a, it's a huge difference in the amount of qualified, interested buyers um, that agents are getting and, and, and certainly being able to kind of sell property a lot lot more quickly. Uh, I think that's almost universal, it seems, across Australia at the moment. Yeah, and we were hearing stories um, that it was really hard to get a building inspector. So I guess the before you bid concept really helps with that because when I started doing a ring around, not to mention the cost that I wasn't really sure about forking out the cash for a property I wasn't in love with, but just getting someone, especially in a regional area, is really tricky. Oh, it is. So, I mean, we're doing a lot of work behind the scenes on making that um, easier for people, but certainly if you're getting it done once on a property instead of someone maybe going, a few people going out there two or three different times um, that'll free it up but also with agents um, going let's get it you know a week or 10 days before a campaign starts um, not having the exact time pressure that a cooling off has 
um, you know, that allows a bit more flex there and then they've got it available for the buyers. Um, but the agents do want kind of, you know, at least five days before it goes to market just in case there is a few things found that they're like, hey, it's probably better off that we fix this now um, so that we've got a cleaner report and a better property to sell to buyers going through. Now, Stav, we love doing a little bit of a stats wrap. Of course, uh, you're at the conference, so I hope you've got your little laptop there with all the info. How was the market? We're, what, a month out from that five-day snap lockdown that we saw kind of bottleneck everything. How, how were sales last week? All right. It's been an interesting week. Um, I mean, last Saturday was our busiest auction day uh, for us. Uh, we had 24 auctions and sold 71. But Victoria itself, um, we had an 88% clearance rate on the weekend, and that wasn't just um, a handful of auctions. That was over 700 auctions, 88% clearance. New South Wales, get ready for it, 500 auctions, 95% clearance rate. That is phenomenal. Wow. So New South Wales had 2,300 sales for the week. Victoria, 2,000 sales. Across the country, we had 7,211 sales, which was our second um, biggest week of the year in uh, in transactions. It was up from last week, but you've got to remember last week in Victoria we did have Labor Day, so we did have the long weekend, and traditionally it's always it's always a lot um, cheap. Yeah, it's a lot quieter on Labor Day. So the trend continues, Stav. We're not seeing it uh, dip off in any way, shape, or form, are we? No, the trend line uh, in Victoria continues to rise, and the trend line across Australia continues to rise with strong numbers of sales. I believe, uh, and, and I'm always, you and I always like to put our predictions in, uh, and we haven't been wrong so far, so it's been good with our slingshot effect and everything that we discussed last year. I think it's going to be this busy till the 1st of July. And the reason I believe that is a lot of the incentives are finishing, or some of the incentives are finishing on the 30th of um, March, but the other stamp duty savings in Victoria are finishing or ending uh, towards the end of June. I think buyers are going to be out, especially in those last months, uh, in the last weeks of the of the incentives and government schemes, it's going to be flat out out there. People wanting to, you know, take advantage of these schemes. I mean, there's up to fifty percent off on stamp duty. That is phenomenal. Um, you know, that's out there. So yeah. And how long um, does it take to actually get a property on the market at the moment, Stav? Like if someone's listening and they're like, oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, let's have a crack. Let's list. Like there's still time to do it and get in before some of those uh, predictors might say things will ease up a little. Yeah, so, I mean, the key is that the property's got to be ready to go to market. So you might need to do some works around the property. And we advise, yeah, we'd like to get all our properties styled. Um, You know, get the gardens in order, maybe get it painted. You know, we believe a, a nice white colour is a, is a neutral colour to get the property painted, freshened up. So that can take a week or two to get that done. Um, Marketing-wise, it doesn't take us long, five days. So up to two to three weeks from scratch, if you want to get your property presented correctly, get it to market. If the property's already ready, it's really within a week. We can have it on the net and ready for market and open for inspection. Uh, but we do believe you want to take the property to market looking at its best to realise the best potential you can as a vendor. And Reese, uh, for before you bid, people interested in what they've been hearing about your service, like can someone just approach you as an, say even you're just going to go privately to market, you know, stick the mobile phone number on a sign out the front. Can you actually go direct to you guys or is it generally you're doing this for agents? How does that work? Um, you can yeah, just go directly onto our website and say that you're a vendor and you want to get a report um, done to, to help with your property getting it ready for sale. 
Um, so yeah, definitely can go to the website. Um, typically, it's done because it's recommended by your real estate agent. Um, so that's uh, that's it's our typical go to market. But uh, yeah, either or, we're happy with. And before you bid.com.au is the address, yeah? Yeah. And are you operating in all capital cities or is it just in Melbourne and New South Wales at the moment? It's everywhere, excluding the ACT. Why is that? Are you going to bring them on board? Is that because of the differences in legislation there? It's different legislation. They've got compulsory reports up front, which sounds like a good thing, but because there's no market competition, they're like $1,300 or $1,100 or not, you know, they're very, very expensive. So... Um, there's not real, yeah, not not an area we're focused on. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that sounds fine. And Tamara Abbott from O'Brien Real Estate, have you got any advice for landlords listening who are going, oh, I'm a little bit bamboozled, new legislation, what am I doing? I mean, if they're not feeling like their agent is uh, helping them out, I guess giving the team at O'Brien a call is always going to be worthwhile. Absolutely. We love to help all of our clients make sure that they're in the best position possible when finding a tenant, getting their property compliant, um, and then just having that really good ongoing relationship that they can feel like your agent's doing the absolute best job for you, keeping them informed and keeping them safe with their investment. You know, it's nothing to be sneezed at. Most investment properties are over half a million dollars and having an agent's like having a good insurance policy. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, Stab, before we let you go, I was interested to see that the REIV are holding some webinars and helping to educate the industry about some of these issues. Uh, so Wednesday, 7th of April, there's a leasing strategies for property Property in a Tough Market uh, webinar, and then on the 5th of May, an Effective Communication with Landlords and Tenants uh, webinar. You're in favour of uh, upskilling your staff, I'm sure, so great way to learn a little bit more, yeah? Yeah, no, it is good, and I encourage um, all agencies, um, big or small, big rent rolls or small rent rolls, to get in front of their clients, their landlords and their renters, um, because... We've got an information night ourselves on the 31st of this month where we're going to get all our landlords together, tenants, landlords, everyone, just to go through all the new reforms to assist where possible. But the ROV has been great. There is a lot of information out there. There's a lot of webinars, a lot of videos. Um, I'll actually send you a couple of videos too, um, which you might want to send out to your team as well, um, Jane, because we've actually done a, a series of videos to assist all the different categories of buyers uh, and sellers and, and landlords and tenants. Well, we will stick all the links on the show notes to this episode of Under the Hammer. Reese Rogers, Chief Executive from Property Tech Startup, before you bid, thank you so much for joining us on Under the Hammer. We'll put links to your fantastic website, beforeyoubid.com.au, so people can get in touch with you. Sure. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Jane. And also thank you to Tamara Abbott, property management specialist in new business, especially at O'Brien Real Estate in uh, Carrum Downs and Chelsea. We're going to put a link to your profile on there, Tamara. And thanks so much. It's a busy few months ahead for you getting through all the new legislation. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and look forward to chatting with you again. And Stav, before we let you go, your Tigers, round one of the AFL uh, this Thursday night at the MCG. You're going to be there with your scarf on as they take on, I think, Carlton, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, we're playing Carlton. We always play Carlton first round, so I will be there. I can't wait. Um, And um, I want to do a big shout-out, too, for Direct Connect. Um, Helen uh, from Direct Connect is actually here at our PM conference, and their support, their outstanding support to the PM 
departments across Australia and especially Victoria that, that we deal with have been phenomenal. You know, they, they can handle your exits, your entries into properties, and, and I know Tamara and her team use them, but to get the support at our uh, PM conference to have Direct Connect here and support and assist is just fantastic. So thank you, Direct Connect. Yes, Direct Connect, of course, can help make moving easy for you. But if you are an agent, like Stav said, and you're interested in using the team, I mean, they can just add minutes and hours back into your week if you're an agent by doing all those really, really helpful things. Call the team at Direct Connect on 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Stav, thank you so much. I'll let you get back to lunch. Go the Tigers, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Thanks for listening to this episode of Under the Hammer, thanks to Direct Connect. And if you enjoy this podcast, we recommend you check out the Homestyle podcast with Shayna Blaze. Of course, you'll know Shayna from her roles on TV, including as a judge on the block and as the resident designer on Selling Houses Australia. Homestyle is a fortnightly chat about design, styling and renovating. Subscribe now. Just search for Homestyle in your favourite podcast app. Homestyle with Shayna Blaze and me, Jane Neal. Proudly supported by Red Energy, 100% Australian electricity and gas.